Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. This is not a regular episode. This is going to be a very simple, quick, quick-fire round. Uh, me and Tim have both made our top 100 horror movies, mm-hmm. and we are going to do this in four parts. This is part one. This is going to be numbers 100 through 76 for both of us. The way this is going to work is we are going to alternate. One of us will give her 100, maybe a, a quick, very quick-fire explanation as to why that movie is on our list, and we're just going to go through them. So that is what we're going to do here right now. Tim, are you mm-hmm. ready? I am ready. So, Tim, yeah, you're number 100. Okay, so uh, I know that you're going to instantly disagree with this one, um, but uh, this might get the most backstory, so bear with me. But uh, the reason why it's on my list is because it's the first horror movie I've ever seen. So despite it not being a great movie, I have a little bit of nostalgia for it. But my number 100 is Leprechaun. I liked how you felt the need to do all the qualifiers before you told us what it was. <laughs> um, brace yourselves. Brace yourselves, because my number 100... I knew, I knew if I just said it, you would have went, Ugh. Ugh. So I wanted to give a little... <laughs> I know I said this was going to be quickfire, but I have to bring this up. I was, I've was i been re-watching Third Drop from the Sun, because uh, I've been in a John Lithgow mood, and oh. there, were, there was an episode that I just watched where they were buying a new TV... And it was right at the time when DVD was starting to be a thing. And like, oh, we got a DVD, it's all digital, the resolution's so good. And then Tommy's girlfriend is like, yeah, but it's Leprechaun 2. <laughs> and then, then they say, oh, look, there's a director's commentary where the director will talk about the film for Leprechaun 2. They say, oh, after the movie, you can watch the trailer. You're paying to watch the advert for <laughs> Leprechaun 2. And I was laughing hysterically because A, I think those movies are bad, but B, because I know you like them. So That's a pretty solid joke. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're necessarily great movies, uh, but again, I kind of love their... They're cheesy, but I think they're fun. And again, it's kind of the my first little foray into the horror world, uh, so it has a little special place in my heart. My number 100 is Night of the Creeps. Ooh, throw me. That's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, it's a super <laughs> 80s movie. It's very fun. It's very bubbly. It's got bubbly characters. And it doesn't take itself too seriously. And plus, Tom Atkins is in it. And that's always a good thing with that oh, yeah. wonderful moustache of his. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. 99. 99. Um, another movie I don't think is great, but a lot of fun. Freddy vs. Jason. Hmm. It's, a, it's basically a, a live-action cartoon. And maybe not the most uh, that you would want when those guys get together, but it is just a lot of fun to see them both on screen. I think it delivers what it's supposed to. I, th- I think it, it does exactly what it what it needed to. Yeah. Uh, fair. My number 99 is Blood Rage, which is a movie we have done in streams already. Mm-hmm. It is a really silly slasher movie from the 1980s about a, a set of twin brothers where when they're kids, one of them murders someone, but then blames it on the twin. So the wrong twin goes to the the mental hospital and breaks out years later. And mm. this, when they're teenagers, the, the the evil twin who's actually on the outside, all of his friends soon come to realise that he is actually a serial killer. It is one of those movies where the acting's pretty bad. It's over the top, and I love every second of it. It is mm. glorious. What I think is interesting, uh, looking at the differences between our lists, is uh, I bet you're going to see a lot of uh, slashers on yours, and a lot more of like kind of, you know, more supernatural, paranormal stuff on mine. And shit like Leprechaun. Hey, I watch it. <laughs> uh, so my 98, uh, that's going to be Dagon, 
which is a um, a Stuart Gordon uh, movie. He does a lot of H.P. Lovecraft stuff. This is kind of loosely based over uh, Shadow over Innsmouth, and uh, I think it's a pretty cool, you know, kind of fishy monster movie. Points for Tim, because that's the first one on his list that I've not seen. So uh, we should keep track of that, actually. That's a good idea. Let me get a wee... We notepad here, huh? <laughs> uh, so that's one. You keep track of how many I mean you've not seen, Tim. Okay. Right. Okay, my number 98 is God Told Me To. Ooh, another one yeah. we did on the show. This is another <laughs> one we did in streams, yeah. Uh, this is an insane movie uh, by Larry Cohen, uh, which starts off one way, and it just it keeps taking these dramatic left turns in the plot, but every time it does, it commits to its new idea 110% and mm. like it starts off investigating this sniper who killed people why did he kill people and then by the end of the movie we have the second coming and a space <laughs> vagina so if you want something that's crazy a little out there and just commits to its ideas God told me to is a wacky good time mm. yes. it is very crazy I will attest to that mm. um, so far I don't think there's anything uh, I've vehemently disagreed with on your list uh so that's good um this next one my 97 i know is probably gonna get another oh, big sigh from you it's the boy isn't it it's, it's... no no, no. <laughs> but uh if if i were to say to you it is probably the best video game movie would you know what it is silent hell maybe yeah, I actually like the first Silent Hill movie. I don't think it's a. I, I think it gets a lot of shit, uh, but I actually kind of like it. Maybe I haven't played Silent Hill a ton, so if that was like my favorite franchise, I might have more problems with it. But I think it's a pretty good movie. I thought it started off okay, and then it, yeah. you know, went where it went. Uh, <laughs> anyway, my ninety-seven. Uh, complete contrast, he has Silent Hill, a video game adaptation. I have The Haunting from 1963. <laughs> the slow, brooding, black and white movie about, you know, is this woman insane? Is there actually a ghost? Is that kind of thing going on? Uh, very well acted, very slow burn, and a classic. Emphasis on the slow. So, uh, my... <laughs> the Shade... I, never, I didn't realise we'd be sparring as we go back and forth when we're making fun of each other's picks. Well noted, Tim. Oh, well oh, noted. You, oh, yeah, like, you've already made fun of half of my list. Leprechaun, <laughs> Tim! Leprechaun! Listen to yourself, man! Alright, uh, well, I think we're actually going to agree on the, the next one. Uh, maybe. My my 96, uh, Paranormal Activity 3. Um, hmm. The, I actually think... Um, Obviously, there's uh, you know found footage I'm I'm not crazy about, but um, I like most of the paranormal uh, activity movies at least to a point, and uh, I think the third one's probably the best of the series. Um, I think there's actually some generally creepy moments and some cool stuff they you know managed to do with the found footage genre. So I, I actually dig it. I like the first three to varying degrees. I don't like the ones after that to varying I, degrees. I I'd, I'd agree with that. Like, pr- mm. yeah, pretty much. Uh, what is there? Six or seven at this point? Six, I think, was the last one. Six. Yeah, so it's about half are good, half are. Eh. Um, I would agree three is the best one. It didn't make my list, yeah. but I would agree three is the best one. 
so that's cool. What are we on? 96. Uh, my yep. number 96 is When a Stranger Calls. That is the, the original from 1979. Not that i never seen the, the, the remake. Yeah. Uh, which is just a slight, slight tangent here. It's kind of sad that for a lot of these movies as we go, we're going to have to specify, no, it's the original yeah. that we're talking about, not the, not the remake. But... Uh, this is a movie where you can fault it for maybe having a, a, a slower middle section as it becomes an investigation, but the opening where the babysitter gets the phone call and is tormented by the the, 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 the stalker or the killer on the other end of the phone is fantastic. And then the ending, which all brings it back full circle years later, is also fantastic. It's really good stuff. It's basically, Scream has a lot to thank this movie for and the idea of you know phoning the, the victim when they're in the house alone is is, is oh, yeah. good stuff uh, i like it a lot definitely okay uh 95 uh, i think it is important to point out that this is our top 100 favorite horror movies it's not <laughs> okay we're not, not stinker incoming stinker uh, incoming right so i would be again i'm not going to go to bat and say this is a good movie but the amount of joy it brings me, uh, I cannot deny, and that is Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I could have picked the first one, which some people may say uh, is a better movie, but why not pick two? Because you pretty much get almost all the first one in the first 45 minutes is basically which, just a retelling. <laughs> which is funny, because that's why I've not watched two yet, is because I've seen <laughs> one, I like one, and I don't feel like they need to watch a movie that half of it's the same thing. I'll, yeah. I'll get to it at some point. I'm sure we'll do it. We'll probably end up doing it at Christmas, because oh, why not? Yeah. But um, I mean, basically, you get... It's garbage day! Yeah. So you, you take all the best parts of the first movie, and then you add the... I guess if there's such a thing as a perfect movie scene, it's probably the garbage day scene. <laughs> and that's, I, I cannot deny how much uh, I, I like that, and it makes me happy. My number 95 is Krampus, which is a, a recent entry, a recent Christmas movie, very kind of a, almost a spiritual successor to Gremlins in a lot of ways. A lot of inventive stuff. I love the snowy small-town setting, the fact that it's a blizzard outside, uh, it really feels like a movie that comes from the heart, and in the sense that it comes, it feels like it's a movie that was could have been made in the eighties, where you have the fam- you have the family of characters, you have the kid who you care about. Uh, you know, I like it. It's inventive, a lot of practical effects, uh, really wow. enjoyable time. That's that's so weird. Like, how crazy is it that we both picked a Christmas, Christmas movie in ninety five? Yeah, that's a good. That's I never thought strange. of that. Uh, so my ninety four is a Stephen King adaptation, Children of the Corn. Um, it's uh, not the best uh, King movie, but I think it's a it's a fun little uh, '80s movie. I think the first one is an actual le- legitimate, pretty good movie. And again, I, I have a lot of nostalgia for it. Uh, it's something I watched a, a lot as a kid, and I think at this point it has like 38 sequels <laughs> or something. Hmm. Uh, but uh, it's it's a it's a pretty cool premise. Uh, you know, a town of kids um, kill all the adults and then uh, basically rule the town in this weird like cult that worships uh this thing they call he who walks behind the rose and uh yeah then this like a couple rolls through the town and is attacked by children it's great linda hamilton is the is the main character yeah. uh and she took on terminators why not why not kids exactly Almost the same. <laughs> why not hillbilly kids my number 94 and this is actually one that moved up on because you know I, I've, I've done the top 100 movies before for myself uh over the last couple of octobers or so this is one that's moved up into the top 100 based on a recent viewing wow. 
That is Texas Chainsaw 3D. Ooh, interesting. I kind of love this movie. Uh, yeah. And obviously we just did an episode on it like last month, so you know clearly you can go back and see my full thoughts. And everything we've not done in streams yet that's on these lists, we'll probably do at some point. They're all on the yeah. cards eventually. <laughs> Uh, but this is just, yeah, the character, it's, it's stupid, it's got stupid ideas, but it knows it's silly, it's got fun kills, it finally focused on Leatherface, like, sort of primarily, uh, has some fun characters, and I just love where it goes in terms of, like, how it, how it actually does something different with the franchise and not just the same old, this rehash the dinner scene from the, the other six movies. So, Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> 3D. I agree 100% and I surprisingly kind of wrote this movie off until we rewatched it and was like wow this is yeah actually pretty good yeah if, if you want a dumb slasher movie because they don't really make them anymore in the, the sort of way they used to this is the closest I think it, that, that we've gotten recently to, to something yeah. like that so so uh, my 93 I was actually kind of surprised at how often this shows up because this is not a series I really liked growing up but i have found a lot of fondness for uh in the last couple of years but uh my 93 friday the 13th part eight <laughs> jason takes manhattan uh again not a good movie but i think a lot of fun and pr- maybe has some of the funniest moments of the series i i it didn't make my list but i it gets a lot of shit for being like where are this this is where it really you know jumped the shark mm-hmm. you know this is where it ran out of steam I have a blast with it. I like it a lot. Oh, like, yeah. It's not a good movie, don't get me wrong, no. but I have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Come on, there's a scene in this movie where he punches someone's head off with his bare fist <laughs> after the guy yeah. tries to be a boxer and tries to do all yeah. the... If, a, if I have uh, any complaints about it, it's that um, I I enjoy the stuff in the city so much more, but it, that's kind of more just towards the end. Uh, I would have liked a full-on, like, him really, like, just, like, killing people throughout oh, I think the city. Oh, but... I think everyone would have, yeah. yeah. Everyone would have, but that, that's what we got. Maybe maybe we can actually get, like, a reboot of Jason Takes Manhattan and actually get the, the full-on, <laughs> just him in a city the entire time. That'd be good I'd fun. I'd be down for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 93 for me is The Hills Have Eyes, the original 1977 film. Uh, th- this is a movie where it feels grimy, feels very down and dirty. You've, it feels like they're in hell, the characters that are attacked by these people who live out in this, these hills in the desert. And it's depraved, it's a revenge story because after they're attacked, like, some of the guys have to go back out and try and fight back. It's kind of... You know, Wes Craven had made Last House on the Left, which I, I think goes too far and wasn't quite like it was unbalanced. It, it was too on the the, the villain side, it, and then the revenge was very quick. Whereas here, it felt a little bit more uh, sort of evened out. But it does feel very grimy. It feels like you're watching this just like tale of depravity, and it just you know it, it, it works. Uh, actually, it's one of Wes Craven's better films. So. Uh, yeah, and I feel like it doesn't get uh, as much love as some of his other movies, but I think it's a very effective horror movie. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so My 92, um, something I just saw the, for the first time last year, might have even been um, last October Thon, or if not, maybe around it, but uh, Intruder. Um, mm, yes. Actually, um, yeah, I actually like it quite a bit. Um, it's It does some pretty interesting, uh, I, I think, stuff with it slasher um genre and it's uh, set in a grocery store which is pre- kind of a cool setting you don't really see very often uh in horror movies and um yeah just another one that i think is a lot of fun i i agree with everything you just said 
Uh, do you know I think it's funny? We're actually, you know, we're what, eight in now, and there's still no, we've, we've not doubled up any. There's not been any overlap at all yet. Which will happen eventually. We're going to, it's yeah, going to happen. It's, but it's funny yeah, how long uh, we've went, and there's still not one where both of us, both of us have said mm-hmm. it. Uh, my 92 is from Dust Till Dawn which mm. is a fascinating little curious film because it's kind of a movie of two halves where the first half is more of a Tarantino thriller and then they get to the uh, the strip club and it becomes this this vampire, like, balls to the wall, almost like a, a siege movie where they're trapped inside the building from the vampires. There's a lot of uh, jokes. Uh, George Clooney and Tarantino, who's also in it, he plays his brother. Uh, they're great in the movie. It's very fun and energetic. And, uh, yeah, it's always a blast to watch, so... Yeah, uh, and Tom Savini has a gun for a dick. Yes, yes, he, he has a <laughs> he's a little gun that has two chambers, so it looks like balls. Yes, it's very, very, very impressive. And his his name is Sex Machine, so <laughs> that it is. All right. Um, so I, I was kind of biting my tongue uh, while you're talking about doubling up because oh, right. my. <laughs> My ninety one is Texas Chainsaw three D. Um, oh, what you went higher but, than me? Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, for the reasons that you just said, um, it was uh, rewatching it is a surprisingly like, oh, this is pretty good, and it, um, you know, it, it does something that you know the other movies haven't done, which actually kind of makes the villain a hero that you want to root for, uh, and it. Yeah, it doesn't really pretend to be something that it's not. It doesn't try to be the grim, gritty, you know, um, dark reboot or whatever. It's like, no, this is just a fun movie. It's, it's not trying to be cool. It's just trying to be fun. And that's yeah. that's okay. Uh, my number 91 is actually one we just did recently as well. Uh, in fact, this mm-hmm. month, The Slumber Party Massacre. Ooh. Very nice. Yeah, you said I'd have a lot of dumb slashers on my list. And yeah, there's a fair <laughs> share. Uh this one is just kind of in its simplicity like it's just it's so it's got goofy characters who say stupid things it's got a really simple setup where you've got the one house and then the other house across the street and you've got this just shameful shameless killer who's just wearing a (laughs) denim jacket and he's killing people with a drill but there's actually some surprisingly effective moments uh, and it's a really easy watch I just it's one of these things where every time I put it on like it's just easy to have it on and um, I'm looking forward to seeing the sequels, which I've not seen yet. We're doing them later this month, so I'm nice. excited, excited about that. Yeah, and and like you've said before, it's it's really easy to, you know, sell to people uh, just from the title. It's like, oh, what's this movie about? It's like it's everything's in the title. That's all you need to know. Exactly. If you like the title, you'll like the movie. <laughs> it's that simple. All right. Uh, so my ninety, you knew it had to come eventually. Uh, Maybe uh, a little lower than it should be, uh, but I got to give it up for the boy. <laughs> oh, no, it's not low enough, Tim. <laughs> no, you're right. I think it should be lower on the list. Um, it, it should it, be <laughs> on the the worst 100 list that we're doing next year. That's that's what it should be. <laughs> no, it's a, don't listen to some of these artsy fartsy pretentious uh, reviewers. The boy is a lot of fun. Uh, it's well acted, uh, has a crazy ending uh, that I really love, and uh, I, I think it's a, a nice uh, horror movie that I find myself uh, thinking about at least once a day. It's that good. Your entire list has lost all credibility. <laughs> it's gone. My... I'm sorry there's no space vaginas on my list. Right. You should be sorry. <laughs> my number 90 is The Vagrant. <laughs> 
which is a Bill Paxton movie in which he increasingly becomes concerned that this vagrant, this homeless man across the street is lingering around too much. He gets so paranoid that he builds like a defence system around his house and he's like, he's just concerned and concerned about this, 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 is this homeless man out to get him? That is what the movie's about. It's a fantastic performance with Bill Paxton. It's a super fun movie. Uh, I like it a lot. I just jotted that down because that's a, I haven't seen that one. That's the first one in years I haven't seen. So. Yeah, again, is that one each? Yeah, you go. Nice. <laughs> one each. Yeah, ten in. Right. Um, I oh, can. Uh, that that sounds really cool, though. I I love Bill Paxton, and um, so I, I'd actually be interested in watching that. Yeah, rest um, rest in peace. I was, I was still getting over the fact that we we lost him this year. Yeah, oh, that's a bummer. Um, was was it really just this year? Yeah, it was this year. We we've there's been so many deaths. There's him, John Hart, uh, Harry Dean Stanton. The, the, the names this year. And Those obviously, are just actors. I mean, the directors yeah. and. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Toby Hooper and George Romero. <laughs> like, Jesus. Um, well, I I can almost guarantee that you have not seen my number eighty nine. Um, I kind of like to describe this movie as if Evil Dead Two took place in a Japanese high school. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the classic Hiroku or Huroko the Goblin. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right i've not seen this one too <laughs> it's a uh, it's pretty cool it's a it's a japanese horror movie obviously um and it's kind of about uh there's this like kind of like race of goblin creatures that live under this high school and it's during some type of break or something where school's out but um you know this uh one of the goblins kind of awakens and runs throughout the school and uh there's definitely some you know like creepy japanese monsters in it and a lot of cool like practical special effects and it just reminds me um of evil dead 2 in the way that the main character is kind of you know bumbly and clumsy and but also kind of badass and fighting these monsters and there's a lot of gore and uh, I, I like it quite a bit my number eight nine is puppet master 2 Ooh, nice. now this was this was kind of like a almost a a democracy of like which one to pick because I, I I've seen the first three of the Puppet Master movies and I like all of them, but two is my favorite. Two has the, the the lead villain is a bit more defined because we've got this sort of invisible man esque guy and bandages and a hat and like sunglasses and oh. uh, like I just I, I thought it had a bit. I liked the first one, but the second mm-hmm. one's where it became something I really like. The third one's really good as well. The third one's this this movie set in Nazi Germany. Uh, it's a really you know, like for a directed video series, that those Puppet Master movies are actually much better than they have any right to be. Mm-hmm. But two um, is a lot of fun. I, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I remember almost nothing about the Puppet Master movies. Like it's been a long time since I've seen it. I like I remember the puppets themselves, but mm. like story wise, I <laughs> really don't remember much. Yeah, I just um, two, two. I think has the at least compared to one it has much better defined characters, better defined villain, uh, and it really. Like, I enjoyed the first one, but the second one, it dropped the because the first one tries to be a bit more mysterious as to what's going on, what's the purpose. Whereas the second one, right from the start, no, no, we've got this maniacal villain. He's up to no good. Let's have fun, and uh, I have a lot of fun with Puppet Master Two. Okay, uh, so my number eighty-eight, uh, another Japanese movie. Um, and I might be mispronouncing it, but uh, Nori or Norai, uh, but uh, it's I think N O R O I, 
The Curse, which is a Japanese found footage movie. Um, I think it came out uh, either later 2000s or so. Um, but uh, it, it's pretty interesting. It's basically like a, this guy's kind of doing a documentary about like um, paranormal occurrences and he kind of stumbles upon this like bigger kind of conspiracy and supernatural stuff that's going on and the, there's a lot of cool stuff in it. Um, interesting I, story. And- I've not seen it but I've been meaning to watch it. It's been on the, uh, the to watch list for a while so... I believe it just uh, was put on Shudder as yeah, well. It's, it's on my radar, is what I'm saying. So <laughs> yeah. I, that's three that I've not seen of yours now, uh, including this one. My number 88 is another two, uh, Halloween 2. Uh, that is the 1981 sequel to the original film, not the Rob Zombie 2009 yes. <laughs> uh, you know, abomination. So uh, Halloween 2, obviously not as good as the original, uh, but... It's a really solid slasher movie. It's kind of like Halloween after the slasher boom. Like, what is a Halloween movie after everyone started churning these out? And it's Michael Myers stalking through the, the hallways of a hospital. There's some fun kills. We we have really fun setup. There's a really great scene uh, when we spoke about this last year, last October. Uh, there's a great scene at the end where, uh, and this is not we won't do spoilers per se, but this is just uh, Michael Myers walks through a glass door without even like. Yeah trying to smash it he just walks through it and it breaks it's glorious so uh like halloween 2 it's not as good as the first one but it is a solid suspenseful slasher movie there's some good sequences uh some strong characters um even if it isn't you know obviously as perfect as the the first movie yeah. is so no i yeah I, I like halloween 2 quite a bit and uh, i i like the idea of sequels that take place like literally right after the first the same one night yeah it's like halloween 1 and 2 all take place in the same night it's it's kind of fascinating <laughs> Uh, so no, and the hospital as well is a pretty fun setting. So it's a fun location to set a slasher movie. Uh, not that this is the only one that's ever done it, of course. But mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, so my number eighty-seven, uh, another movie I, I think is a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, Return of the Living Dead Two. Um, I actually really like the Return of the Living Dead series. Uh, it it's funny. It's almost like a stark contrast to George Romero's dead trilogy where it's like the kind of lighter, funnier, funner version, um, that, you know, it, it doesn't try to deal with like heavy societal concepts. It's just like, you know, fun zombie kills. It kind of has this like kind of cool eighties punk rock motif to it. Uh, that I enjoy it quite a bit. I actually also like, uh, return of the living dead too, quite a bit. Um, I don't have it on my list, but it's, a uh, people tend to overlook it because they just like the first one uh, mm-hmm. but I think just just for a pretty simple little zombie movie set in a small suburban area I kind of like yep. it so yeah I'll give you some props for that uh, my number 87 is Slither which Ooh. is the James Gunn uh, sort of alien kind of parasite movie uh, starring Nathan Fillion who of course was on mm-hmm. Firefly, which was also made by Josh Whedon, who did the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> uh, but it's got James Gunn's wit, it's, it's really amusing, the characters are really likeable, especially Fillion's uh, sheriff character. Uh, some of his one-liners as he's reacting to some of this grotesque alien monster stuff is pretty good. It's, it's pretty laugh-out-loud, uh, in a really fun kind of like horror movie way. Uh, so I, I give this props. It's funny because you, you said uh, James Gunn's wit, but at first I thought you said James Gunn wet, 
uh, which I, I feel like would also fit because it, it is like a very wet, slimy movie. It is a very wet and slimy movie, uh, but it's 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 really really uh, solid, and the pace never lets up. And like I say, it, it's constantly like it's it's definitely not full on horror comedy, but it's definitely veering into it with how sort of wisecracking some of the heroes are and some of the moments to come up because of it. But no, it also has a uh, Pam Beasley in it. That's what it does. You're right. Uh, and we all like Jenna Fisher. She's the, the, the girl next door that we all wish was next door. Absolutely. Uh, also, it's pretty crazy. It gets like, overly grotesque at the end in a lot of ways. So, uh, so my 86 uh, is a little movie called Maniac, the 2012 Elijah Wood version. Um, a, a rare remake, which uh, is actually pretty good. Um and uh, I, I I like the uh, visual style of it. Like uh, I haven't really seen uh, I don't think many movies that have been this like first person view. Um, yeah, it's a it's a POV horror movie. You're you're in the killer's point of view for ninety nine point nine percent of the movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting, very disturbing. Uh, Elijah Wood I I think does like a great like creepy serial killer, and uh, it's really cool. My number eighty-six is *Martyrs*, which is a a, a foreign <laughs> movie. It's a French movie that is one of the most extreme films I've ever seen. I I knew next to nothing going into this, and it is it, it, it is it's so it's like at first you think it's just about someone who's kidnapped in a house, mm-hmm. or someone does like a home invasion angle, and then it, it starts to unravel, and there's a lot more going on. There's something truly horrific that's happened to someone, and it goes to really extreme places. It's not for the screaming. It's not for someone mm-hmm. who doesn't like to feel uncomfortable. You will see some <laughs> really not 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 like in a gory way, but just some really disturbing imagery in terms of like uh, what what you could do to a person in terms of torture. It's very, yeah. very dark in that sense. But it's super tightly made. It's super atmospheric. You're always into it. And there's some great moments of suspense when you realise what's going on. It's it, it has you by the balls the entire movie. It is really quite impressive. Uh, this is a fantastic movie that I never want to watch again. It's, <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen it, it's great. Like you said, uh, best to go in not knowing anything about it. Um but yeah, it's one of those ones where it's like, uh, yeah, I probably don't won't have much of a desire to ever watch again. Well, unfortunately for you, Tim, one day we're going to have to do it for the show. But right. other than that, well, yes, I'll I'll brace myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, my eighty-five uh, is uh, like you had Halloween two uh, a little earlier. I'm going to do another uh, horror sequel, uh, which is Hellraiser two. Um, I'm a big fan of the Hellraiser franchise, at least the earlier ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I think the second one is a pretty decent sequel. Um, the you know has a good plot, the you know good characters, a, a lot of really cool special effects and gore. And um, and I, I think this uh, well, uh, uh, only the first two Hellraiser movies are really that good. It kind of quickly uh, falls off the rails after that, but. Uh, I think these first two are really decent horror movies. Hmm. Uh, my number 85 is The Final Girls, which, mm. you know, a recent movie, 2015. This is a, a horror comedy. It's basically the slasher movie version of Last Action Hero, where our mm-hmm. characters are pulled inside a movie. Uh, 
through some random supernatural occurrence, but they end up inside this fake slasher movie, and they have to try and figure out, and work with the characters in the movie, how to survive. And it sort of plays on all the tropes. There's actually a good heart to the movie, which I wasn't expecting, about this... uh, the, the 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 main character, her mother was a slasher movie actress who died years ago, and she's in this movie where her mother's in the movie as a character. So there's a good heart about uh, like sort of bonding with her mother in there as well. It's so it's got, it's got a heart, it's got a lot of laughs, and it plays with a lot of slasher movie tropes. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I, I thought I'd like it because it seemed like my sort of you know a fun idea mm-hmm. that appealed to me, but I was pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed it and how much I got out of the characters. So. It's really good. Uh, it, it, it's one of my favorite like premises of the last couple of years. It's a really, really good idea. Hmm. Um, my 84 is um, a movie. Well, I'll I hope it was a movie. That's kind of the point of this time. <laughs> oh, it's actually kind of weird. My 84 is a sandwich. Uh, who would have guessed? Uh, no, it's, uh, it's a little movie called May. Um I think uh, early 2000s, uh, I believe, indie horror movie. Um, it's it's just a very interesting kind of quirky uh, story about this really strange, isolated girl that kind of just basically is, just doesn't want to be alone, wants to find companionship, but uh, she has kind of weird obsessions with like certain body parts and perfection. And uh, I think it does some really cool, uh, disturbing stuff and has a... <laughs> pretty great crazy ending and uh i actually like it a lot i feel like uh maybe people might have uh overlooked it because it's kind of a smaller uh you know horror movie but uh, i think it's pretty solid i have seen this one uh it didn't leave the same impression on me i, I thought it was okay when i seen it but it's been mm-hmm. a long time admittedly I, I seen it back when it was still new so yeah i uh, recently watched it and i think it holds up i think it's still pretty good uh, my number 84 is actually another recent film, which I may get some flack for this one, but I actually think okay. this is this is much better than what people say about it, and that is Unfriended. Uh, okay. People write this one off because they hear the premise, and I did this as well. Mm-hmm. Let me make this clear. Before I seen this, I sort of wrote this off as being a stupid uh, sort of twist on a found footage take, because the entire movie takes place on a computer screen. The idea is you're just watching this one girl's computer, and most of the movie is a Skype call. It's people on Skype, and then this supernatural force starts to mess with them, and that's kind of the premise. Now, that could be really stupid, but I actually think the movie's really smart. Now, I, I never want a sequel. I never want any more movies to do this, but I think, this, <laughs> I think this one movie actually plays with it in a really inventive way, where it uses what this girl is doing on her computer that the other characters can't see. Like, we see her Googling things, we see her checking Facebook notifications, we see her checking all these things, but all of them reveal parts of the story and the backstory as to what's going on, and all of them sort of inform her character. There's actually some really great moments later on where you think she she's one way, but she'll she'll she'll, she'll say something to them, but then you'll see her type something else secretly to someone else, and it actually plays with all those little ideas. And like I say, I, I only did this once, and other than, mm. I would say that there's like a the final like minute where there's like a sort of bullshit jump scare. Uh, mm. I don't like. I hate that little last part of the ending. But otherwise, uh, I think this is actually a very solid, inventive little horror movie. So I give it props. Yeah, I think it has a. It's a lot better than than it has any right to be. Uh, mm. Yeah, because like hearing about the premise and stuff, it you kind of write it off. But uh, actually, yeah, not too bad. Um, my eighty three is a real, real weird. Uh, movie, but a movie I like a lot, and that is uh, The Brood. 
is a uh, David Cronenberg flick. Um, very uh, interesting. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, I think he was writing it maybe around the time he was getting divorced, and there's like a basically weird like plot about uh, like uh, it goes into a lot of stuff about like therapy and um, like weird stuff with kids that are kind of represented by these like little <laughs> monsters that come and attack people. Uh, and it's so, so uh, there's some divorce subtext is what you're saying. There's a lot of yeah themes that play it, into it. Like he was in a bad place at the time. Okay, I've not actually yeah. seen this one. This is this is this is the fourth that I've not seen on your list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I actually think um, this would be uh, out of the, the four that you haven't seen. I, I think this one would might be the most uh, intriguing to you. Okay, it's good. I, I'm a big Cronenberg fan though, so. Uh, but I, I, I like. I'm, I'm very hit and miss with them. I feel like for every movie mm-hmm. I has that I really like and love, there's one that I equally think is trash. <laughs> it's, it's weird, uh, but you know he makes a lot of movies that they mm-hmm. like. Uh, my number eighty three is Terror Vision. Ooh, I just watched that for the first time uh, just yesterday. Actually, I think. Oh, fan fascinating. We'll do this yeah. at some point on the show. But Terror Vision is a movie where this family in the 80s get a new satellite dish that's fantastic and it, it, it gets get some channels from all over the globe to get like hundreds and thousands of channels unfortunately it's like struck by lightning and this alien <laughs> uh, comes down through it and starts to like come through the tv and messes with them all it is a super goofy big silly slimy like practical effect monster uh, it's got characters who are really like assholes. I, I remember the parents being like awful people, and oh yeah, the kids are trying to survive, and it's just it's full on eighties silly, and I love every second of it. I I cannot recommend Terror Vision enough for anyone mm-hmm. who likes the sound of anything what I just said. Glorious. I would like a li- I would like a list of every uh, movie that has a premise uh, of something that basically like you know was dot 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 and then got struck by lightning <laughs> and yeah just well, well and this is that the alien comes through the satellite dish through the tv mm-hmm. that's basically what happens hence the yeah. title terror vision uh interestingly so, enough the, the the blu-ray of this is in a two-pack with the video dead yep <laughs> just for the record <laughs> um, right, uh, so my 82 uh is one that is actually already mentioned uh ooh. but it's a uh, krampus uh again like you said earlier a lot of fun harkens back to those uh kind of like gremlins type of christmas movie that uh yeah it may be not the most uh horrific but uh it's like a really like fun little monster movie and uh, i think does some generally uh like really cool things with it and uh, i enjoyed it quite a bit i guess like i said i, th- I think that one benefits because it has this like they don't really make them like this anymore so it feels like a treat mm-hmm. to get something that just feels like this kind of movie definitely uh, my 82 is new year's evil which Ooh, is yeah. a slasher movie in which uh, the killer is tormenting this uh, TV host who's doing like a, a countdown to midnight show um, mm-hmm. on the West Coast. And basically, every time it hits midnight in one of the time zones in the US, so when it hits t- the midnight in the East Coast, he kills someone and sends in a recording. And then he does it again for like you know central time and so on. And it's like this hunt for the killer. But... Th- th- the murder scenes are all really interesting because it's this 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 guy who's doing the killings. He has to somehow get a girl alone multiple times, mm-hmm. um, 
and like sort of achieve the kill. So we see him put on disguises and try and like chat a girl up at the bar, <laughs> go into yeah. a hospital and chat up a nurse. Like there's all these things. And I just want to point out as well that I remember Tim thinking that he was actually travelling across the country <laughs> so that he was doing it at midnight in each time zone. No, no, he's he's in LA the entire time. He's just doing it at the times that the, the midnights are happening in the other time zones. Just to make it that clear. Do- in, in my defense, they they didn't specifically state that, so they didn't need to. Have... It's physically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I would argue there's a lot of things in the movies we're talking about that's physically impossible. But hey, you know, shut up. You know what I mean. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Shut up. Alan Neer's evil. Plus, he's also got like a voice changer. Before Stream had the voice changer, he has this big goofy one that makes him say, like, "I'm evil." <laughs> uh yeah this one's not my favorite but uh i I wouldn't argue with it being on a list it it is uh you know fun um my 81 actually another one that's already been mentioned uh the hills have eyes uh again talking about the original version um but yeah like you said you know very dirty grimy movie um and you know really plays into that kind of uh like yeah, it's not really southern, but it feels kind of southern, like rednecky. Um, yeah, that, 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 this would play very well as a double feature with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like it yeah. has that kind of same same seventies grimy feel to it. <laughs> but um, yeah, really good. Uh, certainly uh, uncomfortable, but you know, uh, in in a in a good way. In the way you kind of want like a, a horror movie to be, and uh, yeah, uh, I like it. My eighty one is a movie I watched for the first time last October, and that Mm. is Pieces. Oh. Which is a slasher movie that actually comes from, uh, I believe, Italy, Mm. uh, and it is full of really oddball characters. There's a lot of weird dialogue. There's things that don't quite make sense in that kind of weird giallo kind of way. But you have a killer who is, like, all the murder scenes with the chainsaws and the cutting people up, Every single murder scene is absolutely fantastic to watch. They're all extremely entertaining, and it has a really balls-out-there ending. Uh, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a slasher movie mixed with a giallo movie turned up to, like, 50. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's great stuff. It, in terms of giallo movies, it's probably, if it even counts as that. I'm not sure if it does, but uh, it would probably be up there with my, my favourites of the, of the subgenre. <laughs> This is one of like uh, I, I, like one of my favorite movies to watch with friends. Like, um, I mean, you can certainly watch it by yourself; that's fine. But I think this is a really, really fun movie to watch and kind of laugh along with. But also at the same time, still being like a pretty good movie. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it, it is crazy. But yeah, the, the killer stuff is great, and let's not forget some of the silly stuff where you know the the lead detective actually kind of illegally employs one of the students of the college to help <laughs> investigate the murders because of course yeah. he is the oh you mean the lead detective who's also a world famous tennis star <laughs> oh yes i forgot yeah. about that i forgot about that 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 point very good yeah oh that's right. absolutely so now i i so we well, I wrote this list uh, well, last year. We we did our own countdown, like through our Twitters and stuff. So, the list I'm working off now is a slightly modified list from last year. Um, and the reason why I'm mentioning that is because uh, my number eighty uh, is something I actually just watched just yesterday. Uh, and, yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's something that I've seen before, but uh, I, I'm just bringing it up because. Okay. 
when I rewatched it, I was like, holy crap, I like this a lot more. So actually, I should probably have it higher on the list. But my 80 is Vamp. Um, we just talked about it a little earlier today. Um, so if the review's not up, it should be soon. But uh, I, I think we're both pretty big fans of this movie. It's a ton of fun, super 80s, looks really cool and holds up really well. Pink um, and green. That's all I'm saying. Pink and green. <laughs> Oh, pink and green. Uh, my number 80 is, uh, we're going back to a festive movie, it is Christmas Evil, mm. which is a movie about a, a man who is psychotic and loves Christmas so much that he has Christmas decorations up in July, and <laughs> he decides to take it upon himself to actually steal toys from the company that he works for and tries to give them out to kids, and anyone who gets in his way... As uh, as you know, is killed in the process, and it even becomes public knowledge that there's a Santa going around who's dangerous. Uh, yeah. So there's a great scene where uh, kids protect them from their parents because they don't want Santa <laughs> to be killed. And I will say this as well: you will never see the ending of this movie coming. It is one of the most batshit insane endings I have ever seen in a movie, and I love, I'd love it. to see someone try to guess. <laughs> yeah, I love the ending to this movie. It goes in such a weird place for the last scene. It is is great. Uh, and it's genuinely got a good sort of creepy vibe to it throughout the movie. Like I, I remember when we wa- we watched this again for screams that I'd forgotten. Like this actually does have a good kind of like sort of tone going through. It's a good psychological kind of element to it as the movie goes on. But Christmas movies are, is like one of my favorite horror subgenres. Um, I like them quite a bit. Um, my seventy nine is uh, actually a, another remake. Uh, and that would be Evil Dead, the 2013 version. Um, and yeah, this is uh, Evil Dead's one of my favorite franchises um, of, of all time. I, I love all the movies. Uh, so the idea of a remake didn't sit well with me at first, but they did such a good job, and it it's really well because it it doesn't really try to be the first one. It it does it, its own thing, and uh, for that, I, I think it really works. Yeah, it's more of a reboot than a remake in the sense that I, I think the right. smartest thing they did is they said, we're not going to have some other guy come in and play mm-hmm. Ash. We're going to do new characters. We're going to just take the, the concept and do our own version of it. And they focused a lot on having really outrageous, great like gore and practical effects and you know just get going nuts with that kind of stuff and it ended up being really enjoyable as a result so um my number 79 is friday the 13th part three this is this is the one where he gets the mask the hockey mask this is uh Mm -hmm. the one where you've got this little sort of gang who try and torment the the teenagers who are fixing up the place and You've got the barn kill. It's the one that was in originally in 3D, the old blue and red 3D, which means they're constantly poking things at the camera, uh, <laughs> and it's a blast. I, I like, you know, it's not a great movie, of course. Like some of the, because obviously there's been a real mix so far of like genuinely good movies, and then there's just like these really fun bad ones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Th- this, this is not the strongest Friday the Thirteenth, but mm-hmm. it does have some really fun kills. It has likable characters. Like I think probably one of the most memorable characters in the entire franchise is in this one the, the practical practical joker shelly with the curly hair oh, like oh god yeah, yeah like you remember him i, I tell you <laughs> that name and i tell you who he is and you're like yeah i do remember him <laughs> you know like yeah this, this yeah this one is a, a lot of fun uh i like this one it's not my favorite friday but um yeah it's really good and solid yeah, it's not my favorite either, but uh, more on that later. <laughs> All right, uh, so my, what are we up to? 78. Uh, another one that's actually already been mentioned, but uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Um, be, be original, my God. This is 
<laughs> well, I'm sorry that I have mine in the proper place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't uh, knock things down because I had the boy to put on there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you said, this is a, a really cool, fun movie. Um, yeah, and it, it's two different halves. It starts off as like a gritty, gritty <laughs> crime drama, and then uh, yeah, quickly explodes into balls out crazy vampire stuff. A lot of fun kills, fun characters. Um, and yeah, just a very, very enjoyable movie. Cool. Uh, my 78 is Arachnophobia, which Ooh, is actually kind of a notable pick because it's kind mm. of... I don't really consider this to be like the first horror movie I ever saw, but it kind of is in a weird way. Oh. I, I think I never really realised it was a horror movie until I was older and then I was like, oh yeah, I guess that was the first, because I remember watching this a lot as a kid. Uh, it's, it's kind of younger person friendly in a lot of ways because it's just spiders. It's not... You know, yeah. it's, it's a monster flick with spiders. It's it's, it's fun, but you know, it's, it's you, you got Jeff Daniels in there. He's the he's the lead. Uh, you got Michael like, Cash. John Goodman is this sort of you know crazy over the top exterminator. Uh, you've got like simple little things like you know the spider getting in the shoe and then someone putting the the shoe on <laughs> and just little creepy moments like that. Uh, it's really really good stuff. Uh, I I do have to make a complaint here though. My my Blu-ray is uh, they put out the Blu-ray with like a, a the wrong transfer and it's like too bright. Oh no. And like I didn't, I didn't know until much later, so I couldn't get a replacement, and so I have like a defective Blu-ray. It's really yeah. annoying, and it's the thought of spending more money in the same movie is really upsetting when it's a fault like that. It's, yeah. it's, it's really irritating, but it's it's a, it's a great movie, uh, full of full of great moments. Yeah, uh, this I'd like to watch this again. Uh, I've seen it, but as I was a kid, it's been forever. Um, I definitely remember liking it though. So my 77 uh, would actually be my favorite uh, Friday the 13th, which is part six, Jason Lives. Oh, my. <laughs> I uh, see I, I've mentioned this before, like when it comes like with slashers and stuff, I I kind of like the more crazy, goofy, cheesy, bombastic kind of ones. And to me, this is kind of like peak Jason, like. I don't know, he's just crazy balls to the wall, and I, I just have a lot of fun with it. Cool. I, I think it's interesting, because you said this is your favourite, so you had part eight, but you didn't have anything else other than part six above it. That's that's fascinating to me, that eight's your second favourite, but... Uh... It's, uh, well, like I said, I didn't really grow up with Friday. Uh, I was more of a nightmare guy, so, you know, heads up, you'll see some of those on the list. Uh, Spoilers! <laughs> I mean, it, you had to have known it was coming, but um, and, and so I only watched like most of the Fridays for the first time, like maybe uh, like uh, two years ago or so. So it, it might be something where I might, given time, with uh, if I could rewatch it, which I freaking you. can't because they won't put out a goddamn nice Blu-ray box set. Uh, well, you can, but, you just can't watch it in the preferred way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I, 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 like at this point, I'm like I, I can't and buy by any the, more and by DVDs. The way, and by the way, I have the Blu-ray box set that went out of print. It's glorious. <sighs> I love it. I hug it every night. My, my hope is that uh, if they do end up making the new one, which I, I know they keep talking about, and it got pushed back this year, and if it does end up coming out, I really hope that you know they'll release a, a new uh, version of the box set because I do want to watch them again, um, but. Yeah, just kind of going off like 
most of them only viewing the one time. I, it doesn't have as much resonance as a lot of the other movies on the list for me. My number 77 is The Prowler, which uh, mm-hmm. a slasher movie. This is one that I, I remembered liking, but then when I watched it again a couple of years ago, I'd forgotten just how good the kills were. All the kills are so good. There's like, you know, there's, there's like knives getting to the top of people's heads. There's... Uh, pitchforks going through multiple people there's like you know lots of good things if i have to complain about it i'd say the killer's look's not that interesting he's not got like a cool mask or anything like that he's just kind of like an army helmet and that's kind of him but uh the kills are fantastic the characters are likable enough uh it's got that 80s vibe to it uh but no it's, it's all about the kills it's all about uh how fun they are and it's, it's got some really effective ones so prowler yeah th- this was one I, w- I really wasn't that into when we did it I don't know. It, I mean, it's fine, but it's not like I'd be like, oh man, you're insane for having it on here, but it, didn't, it really didn't do much for me. But, yeah, besides, you had the boys, so you can't say anything. Yeah, boys, great. Uh, <laughs> so, the last one uh, for this video, 76, um, going with Insidious Chapter 2. Oh, interesting. Yeah, um, I, I like the Insidious franchise quite a bit. Uh, I thought the second one was pretty cool. Uh, you know, another one that continues like right after the first one, and I thought uh, set up like you know, like a you know, really good new characters, and you know, it didn't feel like it was just treading the same old thing. Uh, Storyline was still really great, and yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, twisting the turn. I, I like Insidious Chapter Two as well. It's probably the weakest of the three for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like p- Part Three more because it's a bit more self-contained, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I can't argue too much. So my last pick for this video, number 76, is The Conjuring 2. An uh, <laughs> interesting little correlation between those two yeah. picks, but uh, Conjuring 2, for me, I like it more than Conjuring 1 uh, because mm-hmm. it's a bit more wacky, it's a bit more insane. Uh, some really great moments. Everyone remembers the scene where he talks to the ghost through the little girl's mouth. Like, you know, that sounds weird to say it that way, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. the ghost, the demon's talking through the girl, and but he's got his back turned to her. It's a great scene. You've got the crooked man, you've got the nun, you've got all these things, which, by the way, both of those are turning into movies of their own, so look forward <laughs> to those. But uh, it's just, it's really, it's balls to the walls. And again, much like I said earlier about... Uh, I'm forgetting what I said about now, but it's got a heart. Final Girls, I said about Final oh, Girls, yeah. but there's uh, there's a heart to it. Like the, the actual core relationship between uh, the Warrens is actually kind of sweet in this one. Like I feel in the first movie, yeah, they're, they're the main characters, but in the second one, they actually have their own their own little journey where you think maybe one of them can die, and like how will that affect the other one? Like there's a lot of talk about their history and about why they're together and what they mean to each other. And uh, no, I, I like Conjuring Two a lot. Uh, so yeah. I'm a really, really big fan of this movie. I think they do a lot of really cool things, like um, just very inventive, you know, shots. And um, with Conjuring and Insidious in general, I think some people kind of complain, like, oh, it's just like a lot of jump scares and stuff. But I feel like they're done very well. Like, it, like it doesn't feel cheap. Like, like that's what's wrong with a jump scare is usually it's cheap or undeserved. But I think there are legitimate ways to do it, and I don't really think, you know, and or maybe a few things here and there, but for the most part, in these movies, everything feels, like, well-deserved. Also, remember in this movie, there's the little kid, because it's set in England, uh, that's where the haunting mm-hmm. is, the little kid in this movie is far too excited about his biscuits! <laughs> of course. 
But I also said that, I said that I, I was saying that for months yeah. after we reviewed that the first time. Uh, but he's so excited about his biscuits that he, yeah. he it's just his plain biscuits. I, I don't <laughs> like what the hell. And he puts them on a plate. It's just this. It's just mm. he's eating them on his own. I mean, I get it if you've got company, you put out a plate for you know for everyone, but. Mm-hmm. He's on his own. Why waste a plate? You know, you wash the plate. Okay, I'm going down a tangent. That, this is... Uh, that, that was number 76. So that is the first quarter. That is 100 through 76 of our top 100s. Uh, we'll be doing this, obviously, every Tuesday. The final video, of course, will be on Halloween itself. So you can look forward to that. Uh, of course, we've been doing lots of movie reviews for October. Uh, there's, you know, they're coming out. There's at least four a week, sometimes five. So you can look forward to those. There's more coming this week. Um... Let us know what you think of uh, our picks so far in the comments. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. Uh, support the show. Uh, you can get to vote on an episode of Screams every month for one of the tiers. There's commentaries in another tier. Uh, lots of stuff to check out. Uh, but yeah, like, subscribe, all the usual stuff that helps us because all of it does and we appreciate it if you do. But otherwise, thank you very much for watching or listening. It, uh, it always... So it always means something to us, I think. Especially Tim. Mm-hmm. Look at my oh, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's really... He likes the boy. He needs help. So thank you <laughs> for watching, guys. We'll see you next time. Keep watching scary movies. Goodbye. <laughs>